The following episode originally aired on Tuesday, March 27, 2018, on The Point, KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Central Oregon is a beautiful part of the country. Known as the High Desert, there's only three to six inches of precipitation during the growing season. Waterwise gardening, also known as xeriscaping, not zeroscaping, is a way to have both a beautiful, colorful landscape and to conserve water. It also allows you to save time, energy, and money. A waterwise garden doesn't mean limiting plant selection to only native plants or plants that use low amounts of water. It can incorporate hundreds of plant choices, including trees, shrubs, and perennials. The key to successful waterwise gardening is incorporating seven steps. The first step is planning and design. Begin by making a list of ideas on what you want in your landscape, including hardscaping such as patios. Consider things such as water source availability, slopes, amount of sunlight, soil type, views, and microclimates. The second step is efficient irrigation. Once you understand and plan for how natural precipitation will play a role in your garden, the next step is to provide additional irrigation. If carefully managed, both manual and automatic irrigation can be efficient. Be sure that all irrigation stays on the intended target and doesn't result in overspray onto the street or sidewalks. Step three is healthy soil. The soil provides a nutrient-rich planting area, improves water holding capacity and aeration, and addresses drainage concerns. Amending the soil with organic material, such as compost, will help with the initial root establishment of your plants and lead to healthier plants. The fourth step is assessing the use of turf grass or lawn and alternatives. You may have thought that grass is verboten in a water-wise garden, but that's not the case. You can have turf grass in your water-wise garden. Use it only where you need it, such as high use or play areas. Some of the benefits of using turf grass includes its ability to reduce soil erosion, noise, ground temperature, and glare. It's also one of the best plants for creating a defensible space around your home when designing a fire-wise landscape. The fifth step is plant selection. Most people choose plants based on their flower color, light requirements, fragrance, or overall appearance. You should also consider a plant's water use and its adaptability in the landscape. Group plants with similar water, soil, and sunlight requirements in the same areas. Consider choosing plants that naturally grow together and that require the same type of care. You can select both native and non-native plants in a water-wise garden. Be sure to consider the mature size of the plant. The sixth step is using a top dressing of mulch. Mulch helps to reduce weeds, minimizes evaporation, cools the soil, and prevents soil erosion. Common mulches to use include bark chips, compost, and rock. The ideal mulch layer is between two and four inches on top of the soil. The seventh and final step is maintaining your garden. Irrigation maintenance is critical to prevent water waste. Pruning, mowing, watering, weeding, and fertilization are also parts of maintaining a water-wise garden. Visit the new water-wise garden at Holland's Head Park, 1235 Northeast Jones Road in Bend. You can tour the garden and see the concepts that have been discussed in use, as well as the plants that have been selected for this landscape. It is open to the public. That's it for today's Gardening Get Good At It with the OSU Extension Service Master Gardeners. For more information or questions about gardening or to contact a Master Gardener, 
call 541-548-6088 or visit our website at gocomga.com. Look for the KPOV tab on the orange bar.